By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Good day, everyone. My name is Alex, and I'm the host of a podcast called Time for Your Hobby. And in this podcast, I interview people from all walks of life from around the world about their hobbies because you know what? I like sharing and I like talking about hobbies. Either way, that's enough about me. Today, you are listening to 20 Tim Minutes. What is happening? Episode 63 of 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. 63, Brad Marshawn of the Boston Bruins guy. If you don't know that I'm from Massachusetts, there you go, uh, and welcome. Um, I'd like to start off every episode with this, um, 1-800-273-8255, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, or like me, you don't like to talk to people on the phone, the crisis text line, text HOME to 741741 if you're in the North Americas, or check out crisistextline.org for more information. So thank you to Alex with Time for Your Hobby podcast. Hobbies are great. This is my hobby, the the podcast. This is like, that's the thing with me is like, I don't really have many hobbies. This is like kind of like my only hobby I got going on that I can, I can kind of afford and kind of, kind of do. But Alex, phenomenal voice, by the way, that guy, that's a professional voice. He should be doing commercials. Remember that, remember that homeless guy people found and he did like the Kraft macaroni and cheese. That was pretty cool. I don't know what that guy's doing anymore, but I know what Alex is doing. Time for your hobby podcast. Uh, the world is full of people with hobbies, so why not share them with the world? Tune in every week and listen to Alex interview passionate people from all walks of life to discuss their hobbies. Learn about the importance of having an interest outside your career, how it can play an important role in your life, and what misconceptions exist within it. Great podcast, great person. Um, I just like good people. You know what I mean? I really like good people. I'll always support good people that are good to me. And he's a great person, so good people. Um, well, again, welcome back, guys. So you're getting... <laughs> I always want to do episodes when I'm either really depressed or really manic, which is really weird. And I don't know if I'm very manic right now, but this is a first for your boy. Um, I got to go to work in about a half hour, and it takes me about 20 minutes to record. I got really tired when I got home from work last night, and I did that thing where I passed him, almost screwed over present him. No, past him almost screwed up future Tim, and now present Tim right now is dealing with it, but he's not that mad. So I think that's when I'm manic. So I'm crushing this episode real quick. I like the topics I have for today, and I think today's going to be a real good episode. Yeah, real good episode today. Um, and I'm going to probably explain a lot to people and uh, the people that really know me. This is probably going to make a lot of sense about me, so it's even funnier. And uh, hence, I, it, again, if you don't Listen, if you listen to this podcast, but don't know, um, I am on YouTube if you want to watch my episodes and really get the effect of how I'm an animated cartoon character and how my beard is very weird and like half of it's gray and then it just starts turning black. You can always tell if I'm like kind of giving up on my looks is when I don't shave my head over my beard. So come and take a look. I'm really selling that really well. We had to deal with a huge snowstorm recently and we got like two feet and I hate the snow. And I'm so glad that I didn't have to work because I work as a emergency personnel. So no matter what happens, I have to go in unless there's a purge. I'm not saying that we we need a purge, but having a, having a uh, universal day off for, for everybody would be kind of cool. I got to stay in, had to shovel, had to snow blow. It was a lot. We dealt with it. That's what, that's what you got to deal with in New England is just awful, awful snowstorms. And... Um, 
we put a lot of good work into it. It was, uh, it was all right. I, I just, the people that like hit the snowblower and just put it back on the street, like early on is like kind of like a, not a good move. Right. So you're going to put it onto the street and it's just going to get plowed right in, into your space and you got to keep going. But either way, I'm not going to talk about snow this whole time. So I know last week I talked about anhedonia, which is a word that describes a reduced interest in activities an individual used to enjoy, as well as a decreased ability to feel pleasure. It's a core symptom of major depressive disorder, but it can also be a symptom of other mental health disorders. Um, I definitely have this um, a lot, and I feel like it does go hand in hand with bipolar because it's a core symptom of depression and schizophrenia, which was uh, which was surprising to me, but also has been identified in individuals dealing with chronic pain and Parkinson's disease. Some things, for examples, would be socially withdrawn, diminished pleasure derived from daily activities, a lack of relationships or withdrawal from previous relationships, less of an interest in previous hobbies, a loss of libido or lack of interest in physical intimacy. I have like that with the podcast, and I feel like this goes along with imposter syndrome in a way. I feel like between my depression and that, and with imposter syndrome, for me, it's like I'm not a mental health advocate. And sometimes I think I'm describing who I am and what my, I hate, I hate calling it the disease. I almost, I just caught myself. I do not like calling my mental health a disease because like, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't see like a disease to me. It's like someone has cancer. That's a disease. Um, but anyway, so I, I feel like I don't explain correctly because I see like, again, and I always say this about like the social medias of like how they explain stuff. So I'll see like memes and videos. I'm like, yeah, that is accurate. But then like, sometimes I don't portray myself of like the videos I sometimes see. I can't compare myself to that. So I'm like, am I really this person? So that's why like social media can get you fucking down. And I hate doing it, but that's where my imposter syndrome comes home. It's like, I'm not really being who I'm supposed to be, even though I am, because I'm not smart enough to articulate um, who I am or what I am with everything going on. So it is kind of funny and uh, fucked up in a way. Um, yeah, I'm definitely having a manic episode right now, which is kind of funny. Being being manic, everyone loves. Lindsay said it great. She goes, oh, I love manic, Tim. And everyone does. But some people just don't know it. I don't know it half the time. And I think this is one of those times. So it's good. So check back in with me tomorrow to see, see how I feel about this episode. I'm like, yeah, this is the fucking worst episode yet. Um, my... My issue with this, with the uh, anhedonia, is I, I don't relay it to my my therapist and my prescriber probably well enough. Because I didn't know it was more of like a, a medical thing where like you can get prescribed uh, things to help fix it. Because what I didn't know is, first off, you, you got to go to your primary care or a, a health care provider, professional, whatever, to uh, help you with this. And I was reading some things, and every, everybody's different for what they need to what they need to do. And obviously, it's it's always like the core things. It's like there's so many mental health problems, but they always come they always boil down to this. And I feel like I say it anytime I bring up anything. So what I read all the time, it's always health and wellness. Obviously, look good, feel good, take care of yourself. So obviously, getting enough sleep, eating healthy, getting more light exposure, and exercise, like. It's so annoying because like those things will help you and they do help you. But why is it the cure for everything? Because there are athletes out there who probably get enough sleep. They're eating great. They are out in the sun all day playing football. Um, they exercise. And then they go on like they have like 
episodes and they end up like murdering people or just having a meltdown. And I'm not just saying that because that those are stories that do happen and it's very sad. So I'm not trying to be like hypocritical here or anything. I'm just saying that those things obviously help you, but there's more to work on yourself. Like I'm just looking up on these websites. All right. Like I, I can barely talk to my prescriber and uh, therapist about what's wrong with me. So there's so many different layers. So like something with this, they don't even really know like how it's formed. It's just they do their studies like, oh, we saw it in these types of people the most. But what about the people that just don't say anything? They're just like, yeah, I used to be big into this and, and not. Speaking up is the hardest part of this whole thing. You have mental health disorders, like seeking help is one thing, but just to be like, hey, I'm not feeling too good and this is weird. That's what I, I try to convey with this podcast. It's like, it's fine. It's, you're okay. I'm okay. But just, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's tough. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm definitely fucking going through a manic phase right now. This is awesome. I, I It's it's weird because like, I do want to convey that and see like the different sides. And you could probably, actually, you know what? If you listen to every episode, let me know if you can tell when I'm having a good mood, bad mood, or like I'm just being crazy. And I feel like I'm being crazy right now. I looked up this thing recently, okay? And I do this a lot. And a lot of people have dealt with me for a long time with this. And I, and I just chalked it up for my ADHD. And I don't think it has to do with that. But I was with somebody recently and I kept talking over them and like getting excited. And I don't talk over anybody because my story is better than yours or whatever. But I just have this feeling in me that I have to get things out or I won't, I won't get them out. Because I, I easily forget things. And then also like growing up, I don't, sometimes I don't get listened to because I'm almost like the boy who cried wolf because like there'll be like a story someone's telling and I'll just like say a comment or like a joke or um, not take it seriously, but I do. Or I just say a bunch of dumb things to my friends or people and they just ignore me. And I think that is funny. It is funny in, in a way uh, because it's like, I'm just trying to like get people to laugh and they look at me like, yeah. So anyway, I'm like cool with that. but. I think with me trying to get into conversations is because people don't listen to me sometimes and I default back to that because I'm like, shit, I'm not, I can't get into this conversation. So I think that's when I'm kind of like bullying a conversation, which again, I'm not trying to do to anybody, but I found out this pressured speech related to bipolar disorder. McHugh, you're in for a doozy. Pressured speech is commonly seen as a symptom of bipolar disorder. When you have pressured speech, you have an extreme need to share your thoughts, ideas, and comments. It's often a part of experience of manic episode. The speech will come out rapidly, and it doesn't stop at a and, and it doesn't stop at appropriate intervals. It's difficult to understand what's being said during pressured speech. It's also not possible to carry on a conversation because the person with pressured speech will not stop long enough for the other person to speak. That's your boy. Okay, and I sent this to people already, and God damn it, this whole list is literally me. And I know I'm, I'm not trying to focus on me, but I just learned about this. Like I, I knew I had this, but to to see it and read it feels good and feels shitty. And it's obviously why, because I've been doing this for quite some time, and I know I'm not being disrespectful in my head, but it comes off like that, especially if you don't know me, and that sucks. I have a really tough time of making eye contact with people, and I don't know why. I'll never know why, but I feel I feel weird looking someone in the eye. If I look you in the eye, then you're good peeps. If I don't look you in the eye, you're probably just too cute. I don't know. Too cute to prostitute. You can use that. Rapid speech. So here are some symptoms or uh, what to watch out for with someone with pressured speech. 
rapid speech that's difficult to understand, speech that's louder than appropriate, inability to stop speaking to allow others to interject, speech that occurs at inappropriate times at work, home, and school, yep, an urgency to say what you're thinking, unclear thought process when speaking, speaking numerous ideas at once that don't connect, including rhymes or jokes in a speech, god damn it, difficulty articulating thoughts because they're coming too fast. Those are all me. You ever like read something and you're like, oh, I'm like eight out of those like 12. I am nine for nine on these. I don't know if there was nine. There was nine of them. I thought there might've been 10. I, uh, it's like, again, it's so good to, to see that. And the causes, it's like mostly in bipolar people, but they don't know the actual cause. Uh, it's believed to be caused by changes in brain biochemistry and may have a genetic link. You may, you may be likely to have it if a close relative has bipolar, usually a parent, brother, or sister. Thanks, DNA. Um, and then obviously treatment. It's, it's, you gotta, it's, again, like the only treatment in all this is just going to seek professional help as any way as you can. Um, again, don't take anything I take seriously with this. This is just me. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm my own listener because this is kind of cool that I get, when I speak things out loudly, it helps me understand especially if I keep things in and I don't relay them, that's when I start to boil over and I have to get things out. <laughs> but there are medications, uh, the psychotherapy, all different types of treatments. But what you got to do, you got to get some rest, you got to eat good, you got to need some sunlight and just stop talking to people. Um, yeah, so there, there are ways to help this, obviously. It's when you can see the signs or like... Uh, how to help somebody. For me personally, if I'm doing that, I the one thing I don't like is when someone's afraid to tell me something because of my reaction. It's like, please don't do that. I would rather have an awkward, like maybe tough conversation right then and there than one that comes out later because I didn't have time to like defend myself or realize it. So if I'm like this or maybe someone else is like that, just be like, hey, I, uh, I just want to like tell you that you've been talking pretty fast and I haven't really got to say anything. Is everything all right? And I would be like, yeah, dude, thank you. Because I don't want to do that. Who wants to do that? It's very tough criticizing somebody or letting them know about something that you that you don't know if they're aware of. It's like something in someone's tooth, tooth, someone's teeth or like their flies down. You're like, I, I could help this person, but I don't want them to feel awkward. It's kind of like that. So tell me if my fly is down. Because I have this one pair of jeans that I refuse to get rid of because I dress like a cartoon character at work. Is is they just fall down. I should probably get new jeans. I, I hate buying jeans. I hate it. 30-30, baby. If you want to buy me jeans, 30-30s. Yes, I'm a short man. Um, yeah, so pressured speech. That's uh, if you... Does anyone else deal with that? Because I feel like it's very rare for me to find somebody with the same thing. And then you just have like a battle just going back and forth. Oh, my God. I, so I apologize for anybody that didn't realize what pressured speech is because... Uh, I've been doing it since 1986. That's the year I was born. All right. So living with bipolar disorder, I like to touch on this because that's where uh, that's what uh, I I study the most in is bipolar disorder. So some uh, some other symptoms that I keep reading is another one is oversharing, which I do a lot, especially like if I'm at like a place that you shouldn't be making jokes at. I'm doing jokes like that. I know I always bring up like, uh, and my friends do this too. It's like when you go to a, a wake and you're waiting in line and they have like the open casket and there's always someone that goes, he looks good though. 
yeah, he looks good. No, he doesn't. He's dead. So I've been doing that, especially with like what I got going on in my home life or like my personal life. Like I'll like tell random people, like I put trust into people for like no reason for that day when I'm manic. I'm like, oh, by the way, yeah. I like try to kill myself and uh, yeah, going some things out like, and they're just like, and I just like bend their mind because it's like so funny to me that they're trying to like understand what's going on. So that's the pressured speech where I'm just like giving you so much information at once and just like making people go cross-eyed. And I, I apologize. Oh man. And it's like, you don't have to apologize. It's like, no, I do. I honestly do. Because if I keep saying sorry, then I can move on. I told my therapist that uh, a lot of people I asked, it's like, have you ever, like, how do you forgive yourself? And everyone was like, I don't know how to. And uh, I think that's very interesting. I don't know how, uh, again, forgiving yourself, that's, I I don't, I can never fathom that. But some, some things for uh, noticing bipolar and how to help somebody with it after is there's a regular sleep schedule, which is a big, big thing for me. If I don't get enough sleep, then you're going to get depressed, Tim. Uh, Hypersensitivity. Uh, it's a common symptom in mania. Uh, most familiar sounds and sensations become too intense, like bright lights, strong odors, touch. That happens to me sometimes. I think when people click their pen or if I have a light coming from like the side of my, my, uh, peripheral and I get really like, just I'm like, even like, uh, my, my shoulder, I'll tell you what right now, I do not like styrofoam. I'm not even joking about this. If you come around to me and like, and you, and you scrape styrofoam. I can legally, legally throw you off a bridge. I'm just, that's that's my PSA. Do not come around me with styrofoam. Okay, back to the show. Uh, Hyper awareness when you notice tiniest details in daily life and social situations. I do that a lot. Where like, if I'm listening to a story, I get hyperfixated on like something they said, and then I want to learn about that. Again, in this show, I do that all the time. I go off little tangents real quick, but then I come back. I do that in stories, and I do that when I try to interrupt people's stories by mistake. I'm like, oh, this and that. I just love making a comment or a joke when it says you always like to do rhymes. I'm a big rhyme guy with that. And I'm a big like sing the rap lyric of the the word you just said. Or I love alliteration. That's one of my favorite things to do. It's like Tiny Tim. You know what I mean? Just like stuff like that. I can't think of one off the head. I'm that guy that if you tell me to do something that I do, I don't do it well. It has to be organic and just like, boom, here you go. I'm also wearing a college shirt. First time, uh, episode 63. Oversharing, like I said, risk-taking behaviors. Uh, that can be a variety of things, driving too fast, sometimes. Promiscuous behavior. Promiscuous girl. Physical fighting and substance abuse. Um, not gonna, I'm not going to go down that one. I'm not going to overshare. Shutting down, big one that I do. Um, I still have a lot of phone calls I got to re- reply, which I'm sorry. I just, I just don't do well talking on the phone anymore. I don't know. Uh, neglecting self-care. Yep. I do that. Lashing out. Uh, I, I definitely had a couple spiral moments this past week where I just can't stop and I'm still working on that. And, uh, that's not easy. So, so I'm, I change my therapy to every week now just to help combat that because I don't like it. And it's very exhausting. And even though I'm exhausted, I'm not even getting to sleep. So I definitely need help with that. And then obviously treatment, professional help, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So helping someone that is manic, this one's pretty good. I read this a little bit. And for me, if I'm being manic, is to try to slow me down. Obviously, it's not easy for the other person to realize someone's manic because like the person that is manic can't even realize it. 
but I'm very open to uh, people pointing it out to me. Like, I don't get upset when someone's like, oh, did you take your meds today? I feel like a lot of people snap at that, and I don't because I don't have a good memory. And if you tell me, did you forget to take your meds? I'm like, yes, thank you for the reminder. Now I'm going to go be happy for the next 12 hours. Spend time with the person depending on his or her level of energy and how well you can keep up. People who are manic often feel isolated from other people. Spending even short periods of time with them helps feel them less isolated. If the person has a lot of energy, walk together, which allows the person to keep on the move but share your company. That's a good one. You got to keep, like, it's like I'm an overgrown toddler. Toddler Tim, you know? You got you to, gotta like, keep me active and, and just slow me down by, by wearing me out. My mom used to have to drive me around in the car to have me fall asleep, so I get very drowsy in car rides now. I can sleep real well in a car. Answer questions honestly, but do not argue or debate with a person during a manic episode. Avoid intense conversation. Um, that one's tricky. I feel like that's a loaded question. Uh, don't take any comments personally. That's tough. During periods of high energy, a person often says and does things that he or she would not usually say or do including focusing on negative aspects of others. If needed, stay away from that person and avoid arguments. That is a big one and a hard one because I've done that multiple times and I always suggest that someone just get out of my way. It's like the Cyclops, like, like when he shoots it out of his eyes, like you just got to get out of that like, like tunnel and uh, just let me like burn out, which is like, I just feel so stupid because like, here's my list of demands to make me happy. No, I don't want to be like that. I can't rely on other people to make me happy. I got to make myself happy. I think just being open and honest. And if someone wants to choose to try to help me out or, or whatever, I appreciate it. If they can't, I don't blame them. Some people can't handle it. And I, I, I'm very open with it now when I meet people. I'm like, yo, I'm a fucking lunatic. I'm a functioning psychopath. Buy yours today. Um, this one's a big one because I don't eat well and I don't like prepping food. Uh, prepare easy to eat foods and drinks because it is difficult for the person to sit down to a meal during periods of high energy. I'm not usually hungry. Um, I just, yeah, that's always been like just shitty for me. I always eat like crap or don't eat at all. Sometimes like I was, I was doing the paleo diet years ago when I lost a lot of weight. I was like 170 pounds and went down to 145 and I'm a little guy. I always hate that just because like someone doesn't look overweight. They're not out of shape. It's like, yeah, I'm little man, but uh, I'm not healthy. I was doing this thing where I took a, a knife of peanut butter and I would open up a bag of the Rolos, like the movie type, and I would take the peanut butter, dip them in the Rolos, take the knife out with the peanut butter and Rolos on it and just suck that thing off. That's when I realized I was getting too uh, too gross. Um, avoid subjecting the person to a lot of activity and stimulation. It is best to keep surrounding as quiet as possible. But that's, see, I'm, I feel like I'm the opposite. I, I need like a lot of things to do, but maybe, maybe that's what's wrong. <laughs> Allow the person to sleep whenever possible. Yep. Pro this. During periods of high energy, sleeping is difficult and short naps uh, may be taken throughout the day. Love naps, like I said. I've been told that my uh, spirit animal is that of a house cat, and I agree. Sometimes the person feels rested after only two or three hours of sleep. And that is true. The one thing I, I learned in college, the only thing was like during psychology class, that it's like 20 minutes, four hours, eight hours, like the best times of sleep because uh, REM rapid eye movement and there's like different stages i don't know don't listen to me i am not a smart man and it's cool and i'm happy with it um but thank you guys sorry if this was like a really all over the map episode like i'm i'm at crunch time right now gotta go to work um feeling a little bit manic i'm gonna go take my meds and then have a good day
Um, is everyone playing Wordle? I've been crushing Wordle lately. They just got up. They just got bought out by the New York Times, so there's probably going to be a bunch of ads and paywalls coming up. But man, that's a good game. And also with the uh, company I'm with, Digiten Podcast, you'll probably start hearing some ads at the end of my episode for other shows, and in the future, hopefully. There'll be some uh, appropriate ads for the show. I just want to give you guys a heads up about that. They're not going to be long. They're not going to interfere with the, with the episode or anything like that. But it'll be something new. Um, hopefully, you can uh, meet my new friends and all that junk. And, um, obviously, the goal with the podcast is to reach the masses as much as I can, any way possible. But I don't want to make it unenjoyable for you guys. So I am uh, going to be mindful of that. Song of the day, Bob and Earl, Harlem Shuffle. If you know Jump Around by um, House of Pain, they stole that intro from this song. And I love Motown, and I love finding songs where samples were taken from. It's a good little doo-wop. I just love how they just use both of their first names. Like, what do you guys want to be called? Bob and Earl. They're like, yeah, that's your first name. What do you want to be called? Bob and Earl. All right, man. And then I don't know if I did this for my movie suggestion, but the snow made me feel like it was this to suggest. And uh, I just watched it. It was The Thing with uh, Kurt Russell. Evil Dead 2 and The Thing might be my top two horror movies. So fun fact. But thank you guys. I am uh, late for work. So if you work with me and I'm late today, sorry. Just kidding. I love you guys. Thank you. And have a good one. And we're clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.